Second episode of the analyst with your boy Dubs in the building. Yes, sir. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. See, slacked up last two days. Yesterday I was too tired. Sitting there like, dang. Let me take a nap. Guess I've been doing too much. 
Monday I could have did one, but uh, my brain was distracted. I guess I was trying to catch all the notes and pay attention to everything. You feel me? I ain't going to lie. My fantasy uh, football in certain leagues ain't looking so good. And if I showed you what the teams look like, you'd be like, how is your record this way? I don't know myself. But I will say how these other teams are shaped out right now. When you talk in the NBA, we got a move to happen. Like we'll say, what was it, Tuesday morning? Early morning. James Harden got traded to where he wanted. Mm. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? You wouldn't think a guy who got himself traded four times. Four times. But just somehow say he wants to go to the Clippers. He's been saying it all, all season. I sat there and was like, nah, it ain't going to happen. If I'm the Clippers, I'm staying packed. You want to miss games? Cool. Just know we're going to come at the old pockets. Miss them games if you want. That's cool. You ain't got to play. It's weird. Because when you see, like, what the Sixers got back, they got a lot. I'm talking about. Ain't not a lot of players. Yeah, they got some key role players. But you look at them draft picks they got. God. How? How you get a 26 first round pick, the least favorable of the OKC, Clippers in Houston, if they are 5 and 30, 5 through 30, I guess, picks? They get a 2028 unprotected first round pick from the Clippers, a 2024 second round pick from either the Indiana Pacers, Toronto Raptors, Cleveland um, Cavaliers, or Utah Draft. Jazz, a 2029 second round pick from the Clippers and a 2029 first round swap with the Clippers. You telling me Sixers got so many picks that even if they do start falling off, let's say Embiid wants to go somewhere else, y'all are still good. All the Clippers got was this Harden, PJ Tucker. Philip, I don't know how to say his name, Petrusev. Yeah, the twenty twenty seven least favorable first round swap with OKC or Denver if it's between six and thirty. Mm. 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 Well, see the thing with James Harden, I've always Wondered about because he is one of my favorite players to watch. He was. Um, it's just. <sighs> His last couple seasons, he ain't played like James Harden, you know? Like, 
Like when he opted into his contract at thirty five point six million player option, you would think, all right, if I'm getting that money, I'm playing. Then all this noise started happening and him saying Daryl Morey's untrustworthy. Can't take his word for granted. He has done him wrong, even though he's given him trades he wanted. Last two, Houston to Brooklyn, Sixers to the Clippers. Even though, you know, the Sixers wanted Terrence, man. They'll take the mother role players. They'll probably get rid of some of their contracts. But, wow. What I want to share with y'all is, like, the reason why I say James Harden is not the same guy. He's played 14 seasons for four different teams, including the Rockets and Thunder. He averaged 24.7 points a game, 7 assists, 5.6 rebounds, and 1,000 regular season games. He was selected to play in 10 All-Star games. He won one six-man of the year award and got one MVP, even though it could have been he should have had two, but that was throughout the top. Russ was hot. Triple double machine, and they couldn't just you know take that one away. So you know Russ had to get that one. You feel me? Last year, James Harden played in fifty eight games. That means he's missed twenty six games last year due to injury, or it could have been him sitting. But really, it was he just was hurt. He wasn't himself. He averaged 21 points a game, 6.4 rebounds, 10.7 assists. I think that led the league last year. Um, he had a 38.5% three-point percentage, a 44.1 field goal percentage, 86.7 free throw percentage. But then you get to the playoffs. He played in 11 games. He, played, he scored 20.3 points. 6.2 rebounds, 8.3 assists, 39.3 field goal percentage, 37.8, 87.3 free throw percentage. So, like, decent numbers, right? You know, Joel could probably put up 30. He puts up 20. Should be good enough, right? Well... In those playoff games against the Celtics, if you want to go from, let's see, what was it? They lost in six? Yeah, they lost in six, I think it was. Or five. Yeah, he lost. I don't think he played in that one game. Yeah, it was one game I think he missed. He was 3 for 14 in the first game. 21.4 field goal percentage. 2 for 7 from 3. Comes back game 2. They won that game by 1 point. Played 47 minutes. 
He was 16 of 23 from the field, 69.6 field goal percentage, 6 from 9 from 3, 66.7 three-point percentage. He was 100% from the free throw line. He had 42 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds, 4 steals. That's vintage James Harden. You couldn't stop that man. What happened those games after? He disappeared. Four from eight the next game. They they won by two. Yeah, he went one for two from three-point line. 17 points. Next game, he was four of 16, 25% from the field. 0 from six from three. He had nine assists, seven rebounds, 13 points. But he was a negative 10 on the court. The last game where they got smacked, 112 to 88, he was 3 for 11, 27.3%, 1 for 5 from 3. Uh, he had 7 assists, 6 rebounds, 9 points. He was a negative 30 from the field. Alright, so. That's, uh, that's alarming. Those those were his playoff numbers, right? It's not good. It's not good. If you want to go, if you want to backtrack, we'll say it's two years in Brooklyn, right? He averaged, let's see, let's see, I'm going to calculate this. He averaged 44.25 field goal percentage. He wasn't the greatest from three in Brooklyn. He averaged about 34% three-point percentage. What he did, he put up 22.5 in 2021, 2022 with Brooklyn before he got traded. Then in Brooklyn, the first time he was there, 24.6. You go to those playoff numbers, the one time he was in the playoffs with him, he played nine games. He had a he was forty seven point two percent field goal percentage, thirty six point four three point percentage. He averaged twenty point two. You wanna go back to Vintage James Harden when he was on on? Do you wanna go twenty eighteen, twenty twenty when he was putting up thirty six point one and thirty four point three? Do you wanna go his, what is this? One, two, three. His third, fourth, and fifth year. He's putting up 27.4, 29, and 29.1. That's when he became the focal point. Yeah, once he got traded in 2011-2012. When he was with Philly, he averaged 21 points a game. Playoff numbers, aside from when he was in Houston, when he put up 
Let's see. 26, 26.3, 26.8, 27.2, 26.6, 28.5, 28.6, 31.6, 29.6. This last three years. Two, yeah, three years. 20.2 Brooklyn. 18.6 with uh, Philly. 20.3 his last year. Which harden are you getting? You gotta think about the dynamic, right? This is probably the most dangerous team I've ever seen as a four man tandem. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, who can give you 18 and 8 a game, 18 points, 8 assists. You got James Harden, who could put you, give you 21 and 10, so he can help Russ pass the ball. He could be a spot-up shooter. But he likes the ball in his hand, too. Yeah, PG moves to the small forward position. And now he can play off the ball, come off screen, catch and shoot, get to the mid-range, do his thing, right? Then you have Kawhi Leonard. Play the four. He can do the same thing. Come off down screens, shoot. He ain't got to really do too much dribbling. He got two guys and give him the ball. What I was kept seeing today on ESPN was how does the ball distribution, how does that happen? How does that work? They say, will that take away from Russ touches? Does Russ get affected in this? I don't think so. I don't think Russ gets hurt by this. I think it actually helps Russ. It takes the pressure on him. Because let's say let's say Kawhi can't go one game, let's say PG can't go a few games, let's say Harden can't go, Russ can still fill in that gap. He can fill in what you need: energy, passing the ball. He's not gonna try to get his own. See, last year Russ had certain games where PG and Kawhi didn't play because they both were hurt, and Russ was playing very well. He was playing Vince's himself. Now, just imagine if that happens again, which I don't wish injuries on nobody. Let's say it's this Russ and Harden on the court. They got guys that can score. They can help. Terrence Mann can put up buckets. Come on, man. I want to see what the first 20 games that Harden plays with this Clipper team, what does he do? Does he put up good numbers where, let's say, let's say Kawhi averages 26. Let's say PG averaged about 24. Harden gives you about at least 19, 19 or 20. At least, I would say 19. Russ gives you about 15. See, 26 points, 24 plus, let's say, 19 plus 15. That's 84 points from four guys to start, right? They was like, oh, maybe Russia should come off the bench. For what? What does that do? That ain't. It's not going to be an issue about ball, like who got the ball and who got distributed. No, between Russ and Harden? For what? 
Harden had to play the point because he didn't have a true point guard on the Sixers. They don't have no issues. Russ is going to pass. All three of them going to get passes from Russ. Spot up and shoot. Come on, man. Come on, man. But I do want to see what this James Harden can do. I don't know. I think the Sixers still win the trade because they get a lot back. Yeah, they got some role players. Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, um, you know, a bunch of draft picks. I feel like the Sixers are going to be good for the long run. I don't know how long Embiid is going to want to stay there. But at least down the line, it helps. It helps them. Now, um, this, if, if this group of four guys, if they can make it work, I'm telling you, they'll be the most dangerous team in the West. Point blank period, they'll be the most dangerous team in the West. They can't figure it out. They gonna get killed. Could Harden go back to his OKC ways and start playing more defense? He was showing it a little bit. He was with the Sixers his last go around. He was showing it. Could he do it again? It's yet to be determined. We'll see. Cause tonight, Clippers beat. The Magic, 118-102. They improved to 3-1, 3-0 at home. PG put up 27 points. Kawhi put up 8 points. So he was, you know, off his game, 3 from 11 from the field. But he did have 8 rebounds, 3 assists. So I'm sure Kawhi is cool. Plus 18 on the court. He ain't, he ain't hurting him. You got Zubak put up 9. He had 9 rebounds. Plus 19. Russ helped PG, um, putting up 18, 7 assists, 5 steals, 1 block. Come on, man. 6 rebounds. Bones Highland, who was in the starting lineup, put up 17, 3 assists. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like. And I think I guess the Terrence man must be hurt because uh, he was not. I don't see him on the score charts. So yeah, he must be hurt right now. Y'all understand also. Why would you put Russ on the bench when you got two guards, point guards, or a point guard shooting guard already on the bench? You got Bones Highland and Terrence Mann. PJ Tucker is just there to fill in that role, that gap. Spot up shooter, defense. He's not going to finish games. He's just there just to help. Mason Plumley's going to play his role. Or Miles Plumley is going to play. Mason Plumley, he's going to play his role. Um, Norman Powell's going to play his role off the bench. Like, people be forgetting. Like, Norman Powell can get you buckets. Like, like I'm saying, like, if Kawhi and PG get hurt at any point of the season, 
or if Harden slows up or he has an injury or they got guys that can fill in. Mm. Mm. It's a dangerous Clipper team. I can't wait to see what they do. Mm. I want to see when Harden's plays this season. The New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 109-91. Julius Randle at 19 points, 10 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell at 26 points, 3 steals. Knicks are 2-2. Two two. Randle at 19-10. Brunson at 19-5 rebounds. Two assists, bullies, plus 21 on the court. RJ Barrett hitting three, 16 points. You got uh, Isaiah Harnenston, 13 points, seven rebounds off the bench. You got Emmanuel Quickly, got 18 points off the bench. Mm. And you look at the Cavaliers side. You telling me Donovan Mitchell was really the only one producing twenty six points? He was negative eleven on the court. Isaac O'Carl, he only had eleven points. Evan Mobley at six and twelve. Um, Dean Wade had zero points. Why? Matt Struess had six points. Why? Um, I don't know why they don't play Isaiah Mobley. I don't know what they're doing on that one. Uh, they got to figure that out. Okay, you're going to drive both brothers. Might as well just try to see what you can get out of both of them. Um, George Niang had 11 points off the bench. And Craig Porter had 10 points off the bench. Cavs are 1-3. 0-3 at home right now. Still early in the season. They still got 79 more games. I need to see something different from the Cavs. The Spurs... Stole one tonight. They stole one from the Suns. Literally, they stole one. As the last play, with I think it was like one point something seconds left, Keldon Johnson had 27 points. But that key still at the end on KD when he didn't even know he was behind him to take it, get the layup. Ooh. Mm. After KD was playing playing great. He had 26 points, 7 assists. Only problem was he had 5 turnovers. That last steal was the fifth one. Spurs are 2-2. Two two. Victor Wimbiana had 18 points, 8 rebounds, 4 blocks. Mm. Devin Vessel had 18 points, 6 rebounds. Man, Zach Collins had 14 points, 5 rebounds. KD did get a lot of help. Josh Okogi had 11 points. Nurkic had 12 and 12. Eric Gordon put up 20. He was 4 from 9 from the 3-point line. Grayson Allen had 19 points. So they getting help. While Beal and and um, Devin Booker are getting better, healthy. Yeah, Yuta Wannabe had 11 points off the bench. Still need some more bench help. But I think once the other two stars come back, you can put Allen on the bench and put uh, Eric Gordon on the bench, and that will help them out. 
Right now, the Suns are two and two. Spurs are two and two. Mm. Let's jump to the NBA or NFL. Yeah, some uh, oh breaking news. Twenty five minutes ago, Josh McDaniels got the boot. Fired again. And this time, the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler on Tuesday night. I made a three and five start to start the season. Let me tell you something about the Las Vegas Raiders. Ever since that chaos with John Gruden, yeah, I think it was his first two seasons. It might have been his first season because he, he, I don't think he finished finished it out. He got that nice deal. It just seems like Rangers just have bad luck. It's terrible luck. I don't. I don't get it. Like, like these are not the same Raiders when Rich Gannon was playing and uh, Tim Brown when they had Jerry Rice for a little bit, Tyrone Wheatley and um, it's, that's not the same team no more. Charles Woodson, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is going on with this team? Like, you move to a nice stadium, and y'all just... And that Monday night game against the Lions was terrible. Jimmy G was missing Devontae Parker wide open. Jimmy G staring down receivers. I don't get it. I don't get it. Hopefully this coach can change. Maybe it'll bolster um, the Raiders. Right now, linebackers coach Antonio Pierce will be their interim coach, according to Adam Schefter. Mm. 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 Let's talk about some other trades. Chase Young, Chase, Chase, Chase. Goes to the 49ers. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Didn't y'all just pick up Randy Gregor in the trade? Like, what, two weeks ago? How that, how that word you get Chase Young too? What? Ain't no way. Come on, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. 49ers? Yeah, out here making moves? What do you think about it for a second? You got Chase Young, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa. Wow. You got to think Chase Young was starting to build on something, too. Chase Young was starting to build on something. Like, Pull up Chase Young's numbers. Chase Young. And I was watching when he was starting to come back. I was like, ah, he just needed some time. Right now he has 12 solo tackles, 5 sacks. 
Thanks. How? They already they got Clinton and Farrell still on that team. That's crazy. You telling me you got to deal with Chase Young and Nick Bosa? Even though Nick Bosa's, I don't know, it's, he's he's not getting off the ball. He's not getting past these these linemen and getting these sacks. Like, this man normally puts up, at this point, he should be back eight, nine sacks, and he's struggling. I guess Chase Young's going to help him out. Chase Young in that last year of the rookie deal. Imagine what Chase Young can do to this 49ers team. That's going to be different. It's going to be like the same impact what the Eagles did when they got Hassan Reddick last year. Hassan Reddick came from the Panthers. Um, Panthers changed that whole Eagles scheme. They became faster on defense. Hassan Reddick was getting off the block. Getting sacked, creating havoc. He was the reason Purdy got hurt in that playoff game. And the Eagles dominated after that. Even though they were struggling at first. He was the reason. Chase Young does this. Cause now you want a playoff team. You want a team that's like, yo, we like number two in the NFC. All you gotta do is play your part, brother. All you gotta do is play your part. That's crazy. Wow. I'm about to start jumping back on Madden. Ain't no way y'all gonna be out here doing that. Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? Go. This is, this is nuts, man. Crazy. Got Rasul Douglas going from the Packers. It was a good starting corner. He goes to the Bills. Oh, you want to bolster your corner position because Tredavious White's out for the season. Oh, oh is that how y'all feel? Huh? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Y'all just going to go after a good cornerback like that? Guess y'all going to try to, you know, counter what the other teams in the AFC are trying to do. I get it. I get it. You got to make sure you're at least somewhat right there or ahead because you can't let other teams pass you. That's That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. How does that happen? I'm trying to find all these trades. Let's see. Give me a sec. Right now, the Falcons traded a six-round pick to the Eagles for Kentavious Street and a seventh-round pick. The Bills traded the 2024 third and fourth round pick for Rasul Douglas. The Bears traded a 2024 second round pick to the Washington Commanders for Montez Sweat. I feel bad for Montez Sweat. I was telling someone at work, 
That man was putting up numbers. He was playing way better once Chase got hurt. And he goes to the Bears. Dang. I'm just stayed where I was at. Keep it honest with you. Keep it real with you. Donovan Peoples-Jones gets traded to Detroit for a six-round pick. Mm. Uh, let's see. Vikings tra traded guard Ezra Cleveland to Jacksonville in exchange for a 2024 six-round pick. He plays Kirk Cousins on end reserve, signed Michael Dogby to the, to the practice squad. Patriots put Kendrick Bourne on injured reserve. Josh Jobs and a conditional seven-round pick got traded to the Vikings for a conditional 2024 six-round pick. They also signed Jeff Driscoll to their team. I'm hoping let Kyler play then. If he's good, can you play him? No? This tanking so obvious, I see. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Trying to see what else happened. I seen somebody keep seeing somebody JC Jackson. I'm like, why why they talking about JC Jackson? Ain't no way. Um I don't see nothing. Oh, JC Jackson. I don't see nobody no JC Jackson. I don't know why they Talking about that man, boy, man, didn't get traded nowhere. He got traded like two weeks ago. You already knew that. You already knew that. Mm. 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 I think the 49ers got better with Chase Young. Vikings, you got a little something with Josh Dobbs, even though, you know. He ain't Kirk Cousins, but you needed something. He helps. He does. Not a bad quarterback, honestly. He's serviceable. He'll help stir the Vikings offense with Jordan Addison. They're going to get Justin Jefferson back. See how that goes. Um, right now, as far as Standings go. Dolphins lead the AFC East with six and two. Baltimore Ravens lead the AFC North six and two. Jaguars are six and two. Chiefs are six and two. We got four teams with the same record. Oh, in the NFC, you got the Eagles at seven and one. Lions at six and two. Falcons at four and four. So that NFC South, it's gonna be a battle all season because that's one of the, the one division where their quarterback play is not the greatest. But you see a lot of defense. And the Seahawks leads the NFC West with 5-2. If I had to rank these teams, uh, from right now in the National Football League, how they got it, you got the Eagles 1, Chiefs 2, Lions 3, Dolphins 4, Jaguars 5, Ravens 6, Seahawks 7, Cowboys 8, Bills 9, Niners 10. If I had to rank them, like, top, I'll say top five, I'll go Eagles one, 
I would say the Chiefs will still be number two because they're the defending champs until someone dethroned them or beat them up bad. I mean, I get it. The Broncos did beat them. They did. Not giving that credit when it's due. Broncos did stifle that passing game. They was playing very sound. Dolphins, I hope they watched a lot of tape on that and really keyed in because all they brought back was Mikael Hardman. That's cool, but he's not the best route runner. He's just fast. He can get out of his break fast, but you got Jalen Ramsey back. What if Xavier and Ira plays this Sunday morning? And you got Cater Kadua at the corner at the slot position. And say Nick Needham plays back, he plays the other side. Now if you play four wide, all right. What if at safety they have Javon Holland play Kelsey or they put Jalen Ramsey on Kelsey? How's he gonna, how, how is Mahomes going to find somebody open? They hardly run the ball unless they play in a team that knows how to play good press coverage and zone coverage. Crazy game. But yeah, I'm going to say Eagles. I'm going to say Chiefs. I'm going to say Dolphins at three. I'm going to say Jaguars at four. Lions at five. No, I'm going to say Ravens at five. Lions at six. So it's the Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins. I'm going to say Ravens at four. Jaguars at five. Lions at six. But if you take out the lines, that's my top five. Maybe they ain't shaping up very well. The offense got a bye week after they play the Chiefs. We'll see how they do against if they go seven and two and lead the, the AFC. Or they go to six and three and they drop behind the Jaguars and Ravens. But they'll still be at the top of their division. Cause let's say the Bills lose to the Bengals. Bills become five and four. Bengals are five and three. Bills got t- rough, rough schedule. Ooh, I'm telling you, rough, rough one. I told you it's gonna be. They're gonna win either ten or eleven games. You got the Bengals on the road, Broncos at home. Jets at home, and you've seen what happened in that first game against the Jets. Eagles on the road, Chiefs on the road. Cowboys at home? That's brutal. Before they get to playing the Chargers at home, on the road, Patriots at home, Dolphins on the road last game of the season. Even though they played, they played very balanced offense, defense. They put up 27.8 points a game. They only give up 17, which is third. So, we sure Douglas should help them. But they got tough, tough, tough schedule. Tough one. Tough one. You look at the Chiefs schedule. You had the Dolphins this Sunday. You played the Eagles next in two weeks. Cause they, get, they will have a bye, I think. Yeah. I think so. They just how they even categorize. I guess that'll be their buy. That they don't play for 15 days. Yeah. Then they play the Raiders at home. That's a dub. Packers at on the road. I mean, Raiders on the road. Packers on the road. That's a dub. Yeah. Then they got to play the Bills. 
at home. Patriots on the road, Raiders at home, Bengals at home, Chargers on the road. Mm. See, they only got two losses. Say they lose to the Dolphins. It's three. They play the Eagles. And 15 days after that, there's a tough one at home. The Eagles can play very ball control. They can play very physical. Mm. Chiefs could still win 11 or 12 games. They could win 13. It just depends on what they do against the Dolphins and the Eagles. I'm not sure. It's 50-50 right now. 50-50 right now. I don't know. It's tough. It's like this NFL season has been getting crazy. All the upsets and everything. Like, if I had to go off of MVPs, how I would rank them, I would have Tua number one. Tyreek, number two. I'll have Patrick Mahomes, three. A.J. Brown, four. I will have... Mm. I will have Christian McCaffrey, five. Tua leads the league in passing yards with 2,416 yards. And, oh, Jalen Hurts be in that conversation. Sorry. So, it'd be Tua. I would say Tyreek. Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown. Tua got to keep it up. He's been balling. But he, he can't be staring down receivers, too. Yeah. Yeah, I clean it up. But I think he'll be fine. Mm. It's going to be crazy. Thursday night game on Thursday will be the Tennessee Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett versus Will Levis. Will Levis was balling in his first start. Mm. What does he do in his second start? Does he continue on a hot start? After they beat, man, where's their game at? Where's their game at? They beat uh, the Falcons. Yeah, 238 yards, four touchdowns. D-hop had four receptions, 120 yards, three TDs. Derrick Henry had 22 carries, 101 yards. Is he back? We'll see. Steelers is a tough team. Yeah, they lost 20 to 10 at home to the Jags. The Jags ain't pushovers. Mm. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. As to tomorrow or Wednesday basketball games for the NBA. Um we have Hornets and Rockets. Clippers and Los Angeles Lakers battle the LA teams and you gotta think the Lakers have beat the Clippers and I think it's been three years I 
ultimate game to watch. Very heavy. Very heavy. You want to see what that big three. I don't think Harden will be able to play in this game. He'll probably watch. He'll probably play by the weekend. I'm going to be very in tune for that game. You got Trailblazers and Pistons. Young teams. You got Bucks and Raptors. Watch out for the Raptors. Wizards and Hawks. Pacers Celtics. Two good teams in the East. Nets and Heat. Cam Thomas been balling, averaging 33 points, four rebounds, two assists off the bench. Insane. Cavaliers and Knicks this time in New York. They switch it this time. Pelicans and Thunder. Shea Gilgis Alexander is averaging 26 points per game, 7.2 rebounds, 6.2 assists. Wait till he get his money. Wait till he get his money. Pay that man. I would never let him leave. Nope. He's the future. He is the future. Denver Nuggets versus T-Wolves. Jokic is looking like he's trying to win another MVP. 26.5 points per game. 12.2 rebounds a game. 8.5 assists. It's insane. Grizzlies and Jazz. Kings and Warriors. Steph Curry averaging 33.5 points a game, 5.2 rebounds, 4 assists. The assist numbers are drop because he has CP3 on the team. Do they go 4 1 against 4 1 for uh, playing the Kings? Or does the Kings get retribution for another night? We shall see. Yeah, man. Check me out on TikTok. At Dubs in the Building 24, Snapchat at Young Dubs 26. Check me out on my Facebook Live page at Dubs in the Building. Uh, check me out on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts for the analysts, or you can look up Dubs in the Building. I appreciate everyone checking out all the episodes and everything. Um, I'm grinding, man, working hard. Sometimes I'll be trying to think how I'm going to mix in NBA with this and this and this. But it's going to be more and more. Uh, this is a late um, analyst episode. I'm going to see if I can get another one out when I wake up. Or around 10 or 11 o'clock. So y'all going to get double the dosage. So if I talk NBA and trades and NFL trades, you might see me switch it up and start talking about some college football. See what I've been seeing. Seeing who's who's positioning themselves because they got the new rankings out. They got Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Florida State is the top four. Do I think they're the top four? I don't know. I'll give you my opinion. But yeah, man. Keep checking out the episodes. Follow me. Like. Share it. Tell your friends. Tell everybody about it. I'm trying to blow up with this stuff. Because this is your boy Dubs in the building. The hustle never sleeps. It's the 32nd episode. I'll be back again for the 33rd. Yes, sir. Have yourself a good one. Peace.